Live from the Toad Hop Network Studios. In Hollywood, this, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a groovy way of relaxing. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Hey, what's up, Geekscapers? Welcome to a brand new Geekscape. We've got a special show coming up for you guys over the next hour. A lot of news coming from our good website, our amazing website at geekscape.net. Uh, but I got my brother here in the studio today, former WWE pro wrestling superstar Paul London, who's still pro wrestling. He's got three shows in the <laughs> L.A. area this weekend that we can talk about. You can promote those shows because I did a Google search, and the promoters don't feel like it's important to promote their shows. It's not. <laughs> like, you, you know... You could actually make a killing in wrestling if you just promoted your show. You know, if you just set up a website and pushed it and did social media, you could probably turn into the next Ring of Honor. You could make a killing if you just opened up a quality barbecue joint out here in Los Angeles, I think. You know. Absolutely. Forget wrestling. Well, let's, we're, let's we're, talk barbecue. We're two, uh, we're two Texans stuck in Los Angeles. <laughs> stuck in Los Angeles, so obviously uh, we're going to have that sentiment. Um, so this is my brother, Paul. He's been on Geekscape before, but he's never been on Geekscape at the Toad Hop Network before. Nice. So it's a new one. How, what do you think of our new studio? It's very nice. It's very chic. You, you met Johnny Ice? Very, very, uh, very much so. Yeah, I thought I was, I don't know. I, I expected Johnny from Karate Kid for some reason. but No, he's not that tough. He's not, the, he's not that tough, but uh, we got Johnny Ice in here. And actually sitting in for Johnny Ice, not, not a pun, not a fucking pun. Uh, Kenny, how you doing, Kenny? How's it going? Yeah, 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 yeah. Kenny was on the uh, preview episode that we put up where we were talking about coming to uh, Toad Hop, and he hasn't he hasn't been on since. Um, Kenny, what's going on, man? Um, not a whole lot. Just, well, just that, sitting around. But what's your nickname around here? Because remember on the on the episode we talked about you're you're in a wheelchair. Yeah, and you're actually standing right now. I am now. not standing. I don't know what you're talking about. No one knows I can stand. So shut Leap up. Like I, I, okay, we got a kayfabe. What's crazy is, uh, is like I'm like Johnny's like, hey, Kenny's gonna be running the show, and I'm like looking at all the mics that are up on this, and I'm like, uh, okay, we'll see how that goes. Uh, <laughs> and I look up, and, and his, it, it's like you're like propping. Your, is that painful to prop yourself up like that? No, it's not. It's not painful at all. I have the power of Jesus behind me. <laughs> Fantastic. That's the strongest kind. Well, we have the power of Geekscape behind us because we're a bunch of uh, nerds. And um, we've been doing the show, I realize, for over six years, which sometimes gets sad. Six um, years, yeah. wow. And, dude, we got WonderCon going up next week. I, I, I know that last, week, uh, last week's episode we talked about South by Southwest and we enjoyed South by and we had a bunch of news coming out of there. We don't get any time to rest because we're about to go right into WonderCon next weekend. So Thursday's show will be a preview of WonderCon. Maybe we'll get some of the Geekscape team on here, you know, yeah. to talk. Maybe we'll get Sean Madden in here or Molly, and you know, some of the Geekscapers that are going to be there. I think you should come to WonderCon. I think so too. Yeah, I think I might come down there to old uh, Anaheim. Where's the convention center? The Anaheim Convention Center. We uh, have a booth there on the floor. If you uh, are going to WonderCon, look at the exhibitor listing. You're going to find Geekscape. You're going to come there. We're gonna have people signing. We're gonna. You, you can meet uh, a ton of us. Kenny, you're gonna be there on Saturday. 
Kenny, I got you a pass. Okay, and yeah, then they all come hang out. Let's all go hang out at the WonderCon booth. But Paul, is, Paul, are you gonna be there? I'll be there. I'll be there I got Friday. I'll come down on Friday. I have. Uh, you sign sh- any autographs? Uh, I might, you know, if it's on a napkin. Um, but that's. Don't about you have it. headshots? <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to waste. No, no, those no not, not headshots. Not like I, 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 that was the wrong word. Not, <laughs> eight, not, not, eight not, not promo not, shots. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Like not headshots, like an actor, but like the, yeah. like wrestling shots where you're like doing a wrestling thing. I've got so many pictures. You don't even want to get into it. Man. Maybe you can sign some of those for the fans. If there are any, yeah. <laughs> well, what, what do you mean? Like, you you, never, you, were, you, you, you were, look familiar. You look familiar. You look on MTV in the wrestling ring. Now, listen, you were on TV for how many years? About five. Like five years. And you, you, you know, but you weren't like some jobber. I was a reoccurring character. You were, well, I was a reoccurring well, as a wrestler, you held several belts. You held, you held the tag team championship on, Raw, on SmackDown. Yeah. You held the tag team, then you held the cruiserweight championship on yeah. SmackDown, and then you held the championship again on SmackDown yeah, or Raw. Yeah, I don't remember several tag teams. But, but I think you, I, I yeah, think I you mean, and Brian Kendrick are the longest running. I think tag we champs. still are. I'm not really sure. I haven't checked in. Uh, you don't watch but wrestling. I, I think <laughs> I watch a different type of wrestling. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's still a record, just under a year. People say it's over a year, but I think it's just under twelve. That months. you guys held the belts. Yeah, we got slapped on the wrist right before the year, so. No, um, is that is that a sign of is is that a sign of you guys just being superior to the other tag teams, or well, maybe the writers not having it? I think it's a combination like, like, like of for, all forgetting that. and being like, wait. Yeah, no, I think it's a combination of all that because you know we at the at the peak of everything. I think it was close to WrestleMania in Detroit, and we weren't even on the card, so that was pretty, at the peak of you guys being the the tag team champions. Yeah, we we didn't even have a title defense on the biggest show of the year, so that was. Um, Why? There, there, I don't know. You know, I don't know. There's we we don't we don't look good in lipstick, but you know, it's just um, it's it's an odd world, man. I don't Is that know. an ass kissing reference that you just gave? <laughs> Are there a lot of ass kissers in wrestling? There's got to be. Yeah, it's it's got its fair share of smileys. You know, it's um, these are all wrestling terms that I didn't know about. I'm just making them up. Okay, got okay, it. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't <laughs> you guys have all your own terms like jobbers. He's nothing but a jobber. You you fell into some of that not too long ago with with a friend of mine. You apparently you had some some heat. Yeah, well, Stone Cold was doing the show from the studio, and he had put out the Toad Hop phone number, which I'll put out for you guys right now three two three six two two eight six two three, and we'd put out that phone number, and he put it out on his Twitter, and all these freaking inbred. Like wrestling fans started calling <laughs> in and being like, "Hey, what's this?" I like, re-? and I was nice to them. You know what sure. I mean? Like I was nice to them. I was like, you know what? Like these kids are like they have an extra chromosome, and I just got to be polite because maybe you know maybe they're into like some of the stuff Geekscape's into. Maybe they well, like yeah, maybe it's a big like, crossover audience. Yeah, there's a big crossover audience. They like guys in tights. We like guys in tights. Fast cars. I, fast fast cars. women. Woo. And uh, and I was like, okay, well these guys, uh, despite being inbred, they seem like nice people. But one of the callers, the one from Arkansas, if you go back <laughs> to last week's episode, there was like fucking pig calling and shit like that in the background. Like you could hear this. And the guy was, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's my husband." I was like, "That's your, that's your freaking cousin slash husband." <laughs> I love, I love wrestling in the South and out East. I think do you in really those Southern territory? Yeah, the Southern areas. It's just they, they, they really. It's still real to me, damn it! You know, they, they really they get like that. It's totally a passion to them. You know, it's it's a religion. 
Um, I, I heard you got involved in an altercation in North Carolina. <laughs> it wasn't much of an altercation. <laughs> I heard, what happened in North Carolina? North Carolina is the epicenter of uh, of that type of wrestling fan. You're talking. I mean, that's it's it's the belt buckle. You know what I mean? Of the Bible Belt, and so you have all these. It's 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 really odd. So I had this show in North Carolina a couple of years ago, and this kid uh, just kept yelling obscenities and expletives at me. He was like, oh, really you're like, fuck you, Paulana, you suck, Paulana. How old was this kid? I hate you. Uh, he might have been 13. Um, I hate you. I wish you was dead, Paulana. Brian Kenny, way better than you, Paulana. I fucking hate you. You know, just going off. I was like, Jesus Christ, like, who raised this little mutant? And, um, <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, I, I get tossed out of the ring. It was a three-way match. And I just, I, I was sick of it. I was like, this is this is bullshit. And the kid is just, like, yeah, like and I'm, clowning. Uh, like, he's just trolling you the entire time. I'm a good match. guy in this match, as I usually am, unfortunately, because I love, I love playing the bad guy, but that never happens. Um, so I just, for whatever, I just, Fuck this kid. So I just hocked one up and I spit as hard as I could right in this kid's chest. You spit on a you spit Yeah, on I spit, like you know what? Fuck, I'm gonna lower myself to his I level. I think it's assault though. Like it's maybe place. not in North Carolina. Actually, okay. I and think it's a sign of friendship. That's probably how they pre- impregnate each other. In North yeah, it's Carolina. a sign of fr- it's a handshake in North Carolina. Okay, spit so on me. Nice to meet you. Um, yeah, and so it knocked him back. Like it was what almost as hell? if you're, it blindsided like, him. Uh, yeah, and I didn't like fucking Carnov. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. honestly, honestly, I was looking for pterodactyls. I didn't. Anyways, uh, so I thought, ah, yeah, that should shut him up. Fuck this kid. Yeah, okay. it just sure. Well, every every wrestler worth his salt. Red. Every every wrestler worth his salt has. Uh, spit or ejected some sort of bodily fluid at a fan at some <laughs> oh, point. I would uh, say it wouldn't be wrestling without that. <laughs> it wouldn't. It wouldn't. And so I thought I'd shut this kid up and I proceeded with uh, my performance until I realized this, uh, you know, this Trucker Dale guy walking around the the ring. Just he was like a like vulture. A fan had gotten in. On the well, there was side. no barricade. You know, oh. there's never any barricades like at these shows. Barter you know, this, town. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is way down. So and uh, so you see this fan like just like marching around. The yeah, ring. the mesh trucker hat. You know, the flannel, like the chaw stains, just walking around the ring, and he's just he, he's huffing and puffing. He's like, oh, you you spit on the wrong kid, motherfucker. You spit on the wrong. <laughs> Wrong kid, motherfucker! You you spit on the wrong boy, Paulon. You dead, Paulon. Just walking around like he was a like a jail warden, like making his rounds. And uh, I guess that would make us the prisoners. Yeah, but yeah. Um, we are kind of zoo animals. Yeah. So I was like, Jesus Christ, this is what? What? That? And so nothing. Yeah, nothing came of it. And because uh, they're just a bunch of hot air out there. And uh, so I came back to the locker room, and they, everyone loved it. Like, oh, so glad you spit on that kid. We hate that kid. He's always here talking. And these are shit. like the local wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, I was like, Yeah, well, he had it coming. You're like, Yeah, that kid's blind. What? <laughs> 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 he, he always talks. I'm like, What? No, no wonder that loogie. You know, it was like a. It knocked him out. He didn't see it coming. No shit. You spit um, on a blind kid? I had no idea he was blind at the time. You know, I uh, if I did, I would have closed my eyes and then spat. Just a little more balance. Dude, that's brutal. <laughs> I know. I know. I, but you I, have no remorse? None at all, no. That kid grew up. He's a better person now. Um, he's been touched so, by um, the grace of God. So I think that just goes to show that like wrestling fans, there's got to be like a little bit of inbreeding in each of them. I think there's a little bit in all of us. You know what I mean? I think you have to get a little crazy uh, no. to be a part of such a circus. You know what I mean? I, I, not to the point where we're actually going to have 
intercourse or anything. I, mean, I, I can understand follow. liking guys in tights in comic books. Like comic books have like a writing to it, like actual writing, not like you go out there and you pretend to fight that guy and then that guy wins. Like real writing. It's got like like you got like Neil Gaiman, right? <laughs> There's no Neil Gaiman in the WWE, right? There's no Joe Straczynski well, in the like WWE. The highest, There's the highest guy there got his job because I think he wrote one episode of Friends. It was like the exactly. lowest rated episode ever, and they're like, "Oh my god, this guy's a legit writer. Let's bring him on board. He's but gonna write no us some real grand, drama." There's like, no equivalent. There's no equivalent to Grant Morrison in the WWE. Like there, there's just not. But in comics, you have that artistry of like the writing. You have the artistry of the actual artwork. And, and so, so well, you said it right there, artistry. Yeah. So, so in wrestling, so in wrestling, the artistry is your performances. But what I'm saying in the comparison between liking guys in in, in tights on comics and liking guys in tights in, in wrestling, I understand comics because they have that craft. Wrestling beyond like the athleticism, which sure. it has, it's got that. You got to have a little bit of inbreeding to be a wrestling fan, I think. <laughs> like, you got to have, like, something loose. You know, like, been hit by a chair, had an extra chromosome. Like, some True. of these kids who called up for Stone Cold last week, they were, like, they, I mean, they were missing. Like, they were, like, the fucking family from Hills Have Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Both? One and two, huh? It was basically the byproduct of the family from Hills Have Eyes banging the family from Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> like I was, I was like, oh, you aren't, you're not rearranging your little doll heads out in your shed somewhere, like waiting for somebody to leave the freeway. You're going to listen to Stone Cold. Like, how did you even find It's Twitter? bizarre, you know, because then you go to somewhere else, you know, like I'll go to Japan and all these people are dressed in suit and ties. I mean, this is the ticket in town. Right. You go to pro wrestling, you oh. know, so it's a complete opposite thing. Um, I know I've been knocking wrestling. Let's actually see if maybe this is a wrestling fan. Let's, let's take a Oh, is there call. some? Uh, yeah, the mouse is like way over here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to answer the phone. Here we go. Mouse trap. Um, hey, Geekscape, you are on the air. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, uh, it's Geekscape. Who's this? You know what? It's a special someone called Steve Austin. Well, get the hell out of here. This is Steve Austin? Stone Cold Steve Austin, who recorded the show from the studio last week. I shut your damn mouth. Wait. I shut your damn mouth because I heard the guys keep wrapping their guns. Saying that Stone Cold fans are in Well, you, I mean, come on, Stone Cold. Like, even you have to admit that some of your fans are a little bit questionable when it comes to their intelligence. Come on. What the hell are you talking about? We're you saying to be My a Stone Cold. Our fans are dedicated. You know, I keep running around saying it's like a Jerry Springer show. What? Like a Jerry Springer show? You're talking about like Stone Cold likes to go to Trailer Park and envy himself myself. Yeah, that's kind of what we're implying. But Stone Cold, please, I know that you're you're a fellow uh, person. You know, I know you're you're sharing studios with me. Um, I I didn't imply that you yourself were, were dumb. I'm just talking about the fans. Like you got to admit that some of them are kind of dumb. You know what? Just because I got colorful ears, does that mean that I'm an inbred? You know, I say that my fans are kind of dumb. I can show you dumb right now. I ain't afraid to drive from Texas if they're all over there. Bust into our studio, knock your goofy, silly ass headphones off, and whoop your ass. You know, I just remember that he actually does record a show from the studio, and he could find me and whip my ass. Stone Cold, please. Like, uh, let me. Stone Cold, hi. This is Paul London. I just uh, don't want to star. Um, we've met in the past, but you kind of brushed me off. He knows um, we're joking, right? I'm not sure. He's well, yeah, we, uh, yeah, yeah. How you doing? Yeah, I, I, uh. I whip your ass. You, that, you love whipping ass. I've got Stone Cold's fans beating him about hillbillies. What's wrong with the hill? 
What, we can don't. You, can you lock the door? Like we don't want you any, with anybody's ass. Kenny, just, is there any chance that Stone Cold's gonna like show up I mean, here? Like, Steve, we're just making an observation about your fan base. That's it. I mean, I, if anything, you should be proud. You know your audience. Is Is Larry the cable guy an inbred? I'm not making a generality about the South. I'm just talking <laughs> about wrestling fans. That's Wait, not funny, man, it's not funny. Okay, listen, listen. Steve. Mr. Mr. Austin, please, please, while I have yes, you on the phone. Okay. Mr. Austin, please, please. Let me ask you some questions while I have you on the show. I, I, it's obvious that we didn't get off on the, on the, on the right foot. Uh, Mr. Austin, this is Geekscape. We're a geek show. Uh, let me ask you, are you yourself maybe into some of the geek stuff? I know you do films and things. Uh, you know, what are some of your favorite movies maybe coming out this summer? Or maybe you do you read comic books or play video games? I don't like any of that geek crap, man. I'm not like a working like you guys. What? You guys like to play Game Boy. All thing I have to pay is. I'm trying to repair this. Car. I'm trying to fix this relationship. Well, I, I know, I know. Okay, well, how about this, Steve? I mean, if obviously you don't watch, uh, you don't play video games, you don't read comics. I, I get you. Um, what, what what might be you? Are you working on right now? Are you not in Vancouver filming another uh, movie about a drifter or something? Are you filming yeah, another I'm movie about a? Three. Gremlins 3. Gre <laughs> <laughs> I'm filming Gremlins 3. We're showing Phil Whip's little tiny Gremlins ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, put, I, I put water on them. I put blood on them. I start multiplying like crazy. You should take it out, man. It's, it's actually pretty fun. It's a good movie to, to watch with your uh, your kids and uh, when you're uh, hanging out with your ladies. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm excited that there's another Gremlins coming out and that you're in it. I mean, that sounds amazing. Gremlins 3. Who are, your, who are some of your co-stars? Yeah, the guy wants to go to do the voice of all the Gremlins, too. Oh, so you're the star and you do the voice of the Gremlins. That's, that is, yeah. you're wearing many, many hats. So good. Stone Cold, uh, I'm sorry, I missed that. <laughs> Can you perhaps give us an exclusive, uh, maybe the Gremlins voice again? Like, what is it, what are the Gremlins going to sound like in the new version of Gremlins? Well, you see Gremlins 1 and 2. There's a little little Gremlin called Gizmo. He's the most famous and nicest Gremlin of all of them. But they want me to be one of the better ones. So I got like, Gizmo! Why? Oh, that's not bad. I like that. Create more, create more of the problem. I got to tell you, if, if Stone Cold Steve Austin, if you are truly in the next Gremlins movie, I think that is going to be an awesome movie. I think so, too. I think Oscar contention. Wow. I mean, Stone Cold, I got to tell you, uh... We are huge fans of the Gremlin franchise, and having you in Gremlins 3, not only giving us this exclusive news and interview is such an honor, but, dude, next time you're in the studio recording your, your show, we, we gotta we got to hang out. i got to learn more about this, this Gremlins 3 that you're going to be in. This is fantastic news. They're shooting that in Vancouver? Well, that seems highly unlikely because you guys are talking about my fans in the wrong way. Oh, all right. Okay. Hey, okay. hey, hey, hey okay. Stone Cold, please. Yeah, I'm trying to... Hey, come on, guys. It was kind of funny, but you guys are going to apologize. You want me to apologize to your inbred fans? Yeah, apologize to Stone Cold and all my <laughs> fans out there. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. No disrespect. All right. M Mr. Stone Cold, if you're watching this streaming, you'll, you'll see that I'm looking you in the eyes. Mr. Stone Cold, Steve Austin, please, I apologize to you. 
I never once called you an inbred or or anything. I, I have the utmost respect. We actually met before one of the WrestleManias here in Los Angeles, and you were very cordial and very nice. And we actually interviewed you for one of your films at Wizard World LA. Like you were the greatest, and I love you, Stone Cold. And yes, apology well, accepted. You know, that's all. I know you guys are here and having fun. You guys are having a good time. But sometimes you guys cross a little borderline. I'm sorry, Stone you know, Cold. I love you. and Yeah, we didn't mean any offense, Stone Cold. If anything, we were just taking after you. I mean, you push all the buttons. You know, you, 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 you set the precedent, so we were just trying to trying to be a little Stone Colds ourselves. We were just you know? trying to be tough guys. And, yeah, and it just it backfired. We're sorry. We're, we're, not, we're not Stone well, Cold. You guys are all right. You're, you're all right in my book. Okay. Are you going to invite us to the Gremlins 3 premiere? We would love that. You know, I'm down to come by there sometime. You know, open up a cup of cold water, drink. We have a conversation about, uh, you know, you guys want to come? Do we like, what? Did he say, <laughs> did he say come? <laughs> what? Country? What do you, wait, what? Gum? I'm starting your guys like Dale Harton. I don't know what Dale, 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 Dale who's Dale Austin? <laughs> Dale Compton? I don't know what he said, Kenny. <laughs> like, you know, like, you like, with a damn gun, they're like hunting. Um, Kenny, I have no idea what Stone Cold Steve Austin said. How about this? How about Stone Cold, please? Like, if how about has, a set visit? Yeah, can um, we call in maybe when you're filming next Stone, time? Stone Cold, Stone Cold. Uh, we'll, we'll reach out to you in time. Don't worry about it. I don't know what he said. I think right, I think well, I think he has to relate to cum. <laughs> like, I, that's what I heard. But then I heard gun gunshots. Then I heard gum. And oh, so you guys want hunting? Hunting, oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. hunting. We were way off. Jesus Christ, yes, hunting, yeah, man. yeah. We, Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, yeah. We, yeah we, we'll do that. Yeah, I've never been hunting I mean, in my life. I haven't either. I don't. I don't know. You have a good friend with Jim Ross, right? Uh, nah, yeah. His barbecue's pretty lousy. That's how we judge well, people. Barbecue. You want to talk about his barbecue? His barbecue is really good. I disagree, Steve. I'm I sorry. I think I think uh, you, as a fellow Texan, should agree with me that that Oklahomian's barbecue is subpar. So, so I'm called. Um, we got to go talk about Zelda and stuff now on the show. But uh, we love you, man. Next time you're in the studio, we, you said break open a couple cold ones. I think that's better than breaking open my head. And uh, yeah, don't you need to get back to filming with the Gremlins and stuff? Yeah, give us that Gremlins voice one more time. You know, here we go. No, I shouldn't be doing this, guys. I'm, you know, it's a really tight project. I shouldn't spill too much, but I guess I, uh, I do a little bit of scenery. Ready? Okay, okay. No, you stupid son of a bitch! You know, a war around here and start multiplying all the gremlins. Well, bottom line is this: I'm the leader of the gremlins. If you want to keep dropping your gums and keep running around here, I'm gonna whip your ass. I got whipped everyone else's ass. I, I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, I couldn't do it anymore. Like, he started yelling, like, about whipping Giz Gizmo's ass. I don't know what I heard. Like, I thought he said whip Gumby's ass, and I got kind of mad. I'm guessing he's just up there, and they gave him a script, and he can't read. I like Steve. I think but he's going to be a tentpole. Yeah, I think he's going to be in part Let of me the new franchise. You, if there's a way to have Steve Austin in the Gremlins 3, we got to do it. I would that, love that. I would love Steve, that. Steve, we would love to see you in Gremlins 3. They snubbed him in Expendables too. I know well, he's supposed to die in the yeah, first one. Yeah, uh, that guy freaked he me out. He's, I don't remember him being that intense when I met him. I think he was whispering. <sighs> that was him whispering. Yeah, oh, right, right. Okay. Well. Wow. Wow. Um, that was, wow. I'm sweating now. Stone Cold was scaring me. Kenny, are you all right? He was scaring the hell out of me. 
Um, real quick, I want to tell you guys about something that's going on in the Geekscape community. You guys remember like two years ago, our friend Flitz came on the show. Um, he's a gamer. Uh, I work with him over at Meta Cafe. He's an awesome guy. This is serious. He actually got in an accident uh, about a month ago and shattered his glasses into his eye. What? He lost his balance. That's like... A piece of glass oh went into goodness. his eye, like severed his cornea. He's... I mean, he, 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 he's in a place where he might lose vision in his eye. And what we've done is uh, our good friend Matt Robb has put together a charity uh, fundraiser for him. And if you guys go to giveforward.com, giveforward.com and search for Flitz's eye, as in I, myself, uh, Flitz is, if you just search for Flitz or Flitz's eye for an eye, you can actually give money to helping Flitz with some of his medical ba- bills. Oh, wow. like, I don't think Flitz was insured, and some of this stuff, he's got to raise like $45,000, or else he's going to lose the vision in his left eye. Because he needs like a, yeah, he needs like a corneal implant. He needs like all this stuff. So um, we love Flitz. We're huge supporters of Flitz. We've been friends with Flitz for years. Uh, if you remember our uh, Stan Lee party from Comic-Con two years ago. I don't uh, remember any well, of that. Well, Flitz won our dance contest. Oh, so he's a good dancer. He's a great dancer, and uh, we're trying to help him out because this is a really unfortunate uh, accident. And, I mean, dude, he might lose yeah, that's vision in his left eye. A car so. wreck, I imagine? Or it was, was he he, fight, no, he lost the balance, just... balance and fell into the door of a car. Jesus Christ. It was pretty nuts, and he wears glasses, and, his gla- and the glass from the glasses when he oh severed his cornea. Yeah. So it, it's a nasty, nasty, nasty thing, and we're trying as a community to help him with the medical bills. Um, I've been donating, and a lot of people in the community have been donating. So if you're listening to this, go to giveforward.com. Search for Flitz, F-L-I-T-Z. Uh, Flitz Eye for an Eye is the charity. And donate whatever you guys can, okay? Help our buddy out. We'll be right back after this spot break. For Paul Lennon, this is Geekscape. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall. Just to find the thing you wanted. Isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Download. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphone. Pet supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruff. them too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping is even free. What's up, Toadheads? Hey, make sure you check out the Toad Hop store on ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a great way to support the network and helps continue to bring you quality programming. Quality programming, my ass. Can you see I'm recording you? Oh! Is that hunk of junk you call a car always breaking down and leaving you in the dust? Log on to Dyson-Motors.com and check out Dyson's full inventory online. With hundreds of quality cars in stock of all makes and models, you can find the next car of your dreams in minutes. And know you're getting super low pricing. Purchase a car today from Dyson Motors and receive a year of free oil changes. Bad credit? Worried about financing? Log on and get pre-approved in seconds. Go to Dyson-Motors.com and find your new car today. What's up, Toad Hop? This is Paul Preston, host of The Movie Guys. I want to tell you about The Movie Guys Live. It's a radio show full of comedy, commentary, sketches, and more as we poke fun at Hollywood. For example, you ever notice how a lot of movies nowadays have the same music in their previews? I think I've come up with something. My brain is skipping time. Oh, no. 
not sure I'm following you, man. Yeah, that was three different movies. So check out the Movie Guys live Thursdays at 7, but if you miss us live, we're immediately archived for your pleasure at toadopnetwork.com and iTunes. Stop it. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. Eight ninety-five to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com, games delivered. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. All right, are we back, Kenny? We are back on Geekscape. Um, that was pretty insane with the whole Stone Cold thing. Oh, what a um, random phone call. It might not be our last phone call either. The phone line is 323-622-8623. I want to talk about some of the stuff we got going on on the Geekscape website. Uh, we, if you are a Walking Dead fan, uh, we have a an e, we have an interview put up by uh, by our good writer Allie Hanley. Uh, she talked to Aroni Singleton. Uh, he played T Dog in the first three seasons T-Dog. of Walking Dead. Did you watch, watch Walking Dead? I watched a little bit before it became the Talking Dead. <laughs> sure, but in season one, he's the the yeah. black dude who yeah. Michael Rooker's going at. Yeah, that he chained him up. Yeah. And, so, yeah. Irony Singleton, we have an, uh, an we have a, a conversation with him up on the website. Our awesome writer Ali went and got that for us. Um, hopefully, he's at WonderCon. Maybe he'll hang out with us. Sure. Um, also, we got this. Uh, I don't know if you heard this, but John Claude Van Damme was talking about, you know, because obviously he and Liam Hemsworth were in. The Expendables too. Right, right. So, so with the little scene there where he did a little extra mustard on the hot dog there, and no, did he hurt him? Liam, I just I had read an interview with Liam saying he laid into him or something. Well, they had cut the scene, and he went ahead and proceeded with the big swift roundhouse anyway, and kicked him in the chest or something. So Van Dam's talking about the Hemsworths, and of course, uh, you know, Chris Hemsworth is Thor, and Van Dam's like, I would love to be in an Avengers film. Like, which actor wouldn't, first off, which actor would not be want to be in the Avengers film? And a bunch of people, even in the Geekscape Facebook group, like if you're a Geekscape fan and you're on Facebook and you're, and you're following that, when we posted that Van Damme would love to be in an Avengers or a Marvel movie, all you guys started hating. You all started hating on Shame Van Damme on being in a Marvel film. All Shame right? on you. Let me tell you, if I was running Marvel, I would open up the vault. And just let Van Damme pick a character. <laughs> That's smart. That's smart. That's smart. Uh, what I would actually do is, uh, is, is you know the Captain America villain? Sure. Batrock the Leaper? No. Okay, Batrock the Leaper <laughs> wears like purple and he's got like a little, he, he's, like, he's, like an, he's an acrobatic like badass. Sweet. If you can be French in a badass, that's Batrock the Leaper. And he's a, he's a, he's a villain in uh, the Captain America universe. And if they're actually going to do like a Masters of Evil storyline where they take uh, the villains like, uh, from the different Marvel universes, like you know, if they have Thanos, not Thanos. Thanos is a little too big, but if they get like, well, they're going to go there. I mean, I think yeah, eventually. but if they get if they get like the Mandarin and the Captain America villains, who are a little street level, and they get a bunch of these different villains in the in the in the in the movie universe put together, why not have a couple more Captain America villains like uh, Batrock the Leaper? You know, and sure. have a couple of these guys take because I mean, we need somebody for Hawkeye to fight. <laughs> you know, we need somebody for like Black Widow to fight. Plus, I think Sean Claude shines as a villain. You yeah, know, I think he, oh, he was great. Really in well. Yeah, I thought he was one of the best parts. Um, we get a, we got a couple more phone calls, and why not? Because I hope Steve Austin. calls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's one, uh, Geekscape. You are on the air. What's up, brother? What up, John? It's Frank. Hey, what's up, Frank? Frank, uh, what is up, brother? What do you think of uh, Stone Cold calling up and, and giving us that exclusive on Gremlins 3? Well, that's the reason I'm calling. I wanted to call in his defense and say that, as a guy from the South, I did meet one person that was a fan of Stone Cold that wasn't into eating roadkill and incest. 
Wow. So yeah, yeah that's great. Into that. That's cool. That's cool. Um, thank you for calling up, and thank you for uh, for speaking so highly of uh, the South. Now, now, maybe he just hadn't started eating roadkill and incest yet. Not yet, no. I mean, you know, you can't win them all. That <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for calling up, brother. Yeah, thanks, Frank. All right, let's take one more. Geekscape. You're on the air with Geekscape. Is this Jonathan or Paul? Guess. Is this Jonathan or Paul? This is Jonathan. Yeah, this is Paul. And that's Paul. I, I can't hear you. This is Jonathan. And this is Paul. This is McMahon. Oh, oh McMahon. Oh, okay. McMahon, and your mother wants to say hello to you. This oh. is the man. This I, is you know what? McMahon. We've been talking wrestling so much that we didn't even know that it, we were thinking like Vince McMahon, and we thought this was a cl- like a like. To- now Tom is our mom's husband. This is our yeah. stepdad. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Now listen, we've been let talking. Me you, let me give you a heads up. Tom, we've been what? talking wrestling, and when you call and say you're McMahon, we obviously start thinking Vince McMahon. We think just evil thoughts. No, no, no. Uh, tell Jonathan and Paul. This is them. You're talking to them. We'll, t- we'll tell them. Yeah, okay. Here's your mom. Okay. All right. John, Paul, mom's on the phone. She's hey, on the Hey, way. John and Paul, Hello? mom's on the phone. Hello. Hey, mom, how's Hello. it going? This is the... Hello. I love you. Mom, did love you just... You, Jonathan. We, you, we have phones for this. Mom, love you, too. Mom, uh, what's going on? Is, is, <laughs> is, listen, Mom, just keep in mind, Geekscape audience, I actually pick up my mom's phone call and, like, Paul, uh, so she doesn't have to corner me call. on a phone. She just emails she, me and forwards she, she me doesn't weird have to, pictures she, yeah, that she, other people forward her. She, pandas mom, smiling. Mom, listen, you don't have to call the radio show, Mom. I love you. But, uh, love but, you, Mom. But I know this is the only time that you can actually get Paul on the phone because he's such a disrespectful son. <laughs> so nice. Paul, just to say hello. We'll be watching you. Take care. Bye-bye. We love y'all. Bye. Okay. I actually wanted to quiz her and ask her about Stone Cold. Did, did you think that was some dude, like, joking about being like Vince McMahon? Oh, no. No, no, no. I, I had a hunch that that was the the Tom, other McMahon. Tom McMahon, our stepdad. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's getting pretty uh, london Like, it's becoming a family thing here. It's an overdose. Um, I, I bet Mom's enjoying watching this show and watching us be. be a bunch of morons <laughs> on this. Um, so, Van Damme, possibly in the Avengers. That would be awesome. Not possibly. I mean, this this will never happen. There, That's the sad fact of this. I don't see a day where Jean-Claude Van Damme will be in the Marvel Universe. I just don't. They, they're going to be bad. casting hot that's young actors. That's they're going to be, want, be wanting people who can be in franchise after franchise that's after franchise. CW I'm telling faces. You, if you can put Jeff... Who who is in it? Uh, who who's the villain in Iron Man One? Jeff Bridges. Sure. If you can put Jeff Bridges in it as a villain, like why not throw a little bone to Van Damme? He doesn't have to be the main villain agree. in a Captain America movie, but like as Batrock Batrock the Leaper, he'd be awesome. That's all I'm saying. That's Geekscape seal of approval right there. The same way that we would approve of Stone Cold Steve Austin being in Gremlins Three, or have Jean Claude just play himself. You know, just be himself in that universe. That'd be pretty awesome. Um, I've got the website up right here. I'm gonna uh, talk about uh, some other stuff. Speaking about the Marvel universe. Uh, Somebody posted Edgar Wright's teaser that he put together, his test footage for Ant-Man, and put it online. Did you see this, Kenny? Paul, have you seen this? We put no. it up on the website. Uh, so Edgar Wright's going to be doing the Ant-Man movie. Okay. We also Fantastic. put we also put up on, on, on the site that they moved the release date of his next movie with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost at World's End. They moved it up to August, an earlier date. Uh, so Edgar Wright's doing the Ant-Man movie for Marvel. And Sounds he, incredible. And he hooked. shot... A, like a test reel of it, and it's awesome. 
if it if it hasn't been pulled offline, it's up on the Geekscape website. Uh, it's it's crazy. I mean, Sean Madden told me about it last summer when he sat in the uh, Hall H at Comic Con and actually saw it. Um, and it's Ant Man, and there's a hallway, and down the hallway there's two guys with armed, you know, two armed guys watching. In, they're standing in front of an elevator, and Ant Man starts running at them. Just mark. No, no, he, he's tall. And then, and then they, they pull out their guns and they point it at him. But he just, and he just, disappears. Just goes, yeah, but he shrinks. Right. I love it. I love and he it. jumps up onto one of the guns and he starts running down the barrel of the gun. And because his powers are inertia based, and basically whatever inertia you pick up as full size carries on into your shrunken size. So basically, getting punched by a shrunken ant man is the same as being shrunk, being punched by a grown man. And uh, so he runs down the barrel of the gun, miniaturized. And they're like, "Where the hell did he go?" And he jumps off the, 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 the barrel of the gun and punches the dude in the face, knocks him out into the elevator button, so the elevator door opens. He jumps off the guy's head, grabs the necktie of the other guy, jumps over his, jumps over his shoulder, and flips him out the window that's next to him. Right? Did yeah. I get this right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy goes flying. And, 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 and throughout this entire action sequence, he's shrinking and, and growing. Oh, wow. The entire time. It looks awesome. It looks great, huh? And it's like someone's filming this with a camera inside like the inside the theater. The, but it still looks badass. It still looks awesome. Sure. It still yeah, looks it's awesome. Like, it's like a little handheld, and it still looks so <laughs> badass. We still don't know if, it, if, 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 it's, if it's a traditional Ant-Man uh, you know, or if it's like Scott Lang, we don't know who the 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 Ant Man is based on. Uh, Edgar Wright has has hinted that there's, you know, I mean, there's been multiple Ant Mans in the Marvel universe. He's hinted at that, but um, that test footage was awesome. And if it's not been pulled down, it's still up on the website and it's worth checking out. Cool. No, it, it, it's awesome. I'm excited for. It. I think Edgar Wright's Ant Man. And what we hear about Iron Man three, supposedly Joss Whedon saw Iron Man three and was like, "Oh, I got to step it up for Avengers 2. Like that kind of complicates things for Avengers two. That's great, huh? Shane Black's Iron Man three is supposedly awesome. I'm, wow. I'm excited. About it. What movie this summer is your most excited movie? Because we got like the Star Trek two, and this is a question for Kenny as well. We got Star Trek two. We got you know Man of Steel. You got uh, you got the, the the Monsters versus Robots movie with. Uh, with our boy um, Guillermo del Toro in Pacific Rim, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to uh, Man of Steel. Yeah, like I'm. I want them to do a good Superman for once. So do bad. it. Sure. Okay. What yeah. about you, Paul? It, that's, a, that's so hard. I I'm looking forward to Pacific Rim. Um, even before that, I'm looking forward to G.I. Joe slap me in the face or something. No, no, no I'm not going to slap I'm, you in the face. I'm looking here's for a little thing, redemption here, for the here's first the thing, one. Here's you know? the thing with G.I. Joe, because I, I know you've got a show date on... Okay, so Friday, we're, you're coming down to WonderCon. Next, yes. for, next Friday the 29th. You're we'll hit up G.I. Joe that night, possibly. That night or maybe earlier in the week. Maybe maybe early. Early. It opens yeah. on Thursday. Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. So maybe Thursday. We watch um, it. After the, after the Pateau Top show, we, we watch it. But I... Man of Steel, though, definitely uh, takes the cake. I mean, it's just, it, it looks incredible, everything I've seen. I'm, I have a lot of faith in Henry Cavill as Superman. So, Did you see that Greek gods movie he was in? Immortals. Immortals. I really liked it. Yeah, I really liked not, it. I not, not Mickey Rourke was not pretty, the worst movie. Pretty, pretty good also. Mickey we Rourke watched was great. It, we watched it in 3D, and we actually loved it. Yeah. Um, because the visuals, it was like finally Tarsum. Like, I think 3D with Tarsum is awesome. Um, and... Really, what we watched it to see how Henry Cavill is. Oh, it was the great. first time that we'd really seen him in something big, and he was awesome. Yeah, he's fantastic. I think he's an awesome actor. Um, if you want to dust off some of his films, uh, Hell, Hell, uh, Hell World, Hellraiser, Hell World. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, you watch all that crap. <laughs> Hellraiser, Hell World. I think it's like the sixth installment, but he's in that. 
you know, fantastic performance. Uh, our buddy uh, Ralph Oppel was telling us that we should start talking about Gauntlet films. Well, since we're I don't talking, see why because not. Because you and I collect all yeah. those like, really bad movies. And you saw that. I'd bad. Oh, well, hey, you know, for certain, most people would say that these movies are bad. Bad to the blind. But I recently acquired a rare find, a movie called Kiss of the Komodo, Curse of the Komodo. Could be either one. About an evil Komodo dragon that attacks people, mainly attacks women with bikinis and machine guns, which just happens. How many Komodo movies can we do? You know, I mean, I'm telling you, we really got to stretch the limits here. Yeah, you know I, mean, what I mean, there can only be so many giant tarantula movies and Honestly. so many Komodo movies. So you're right. You're Night right. of the Lepus. That's the only big rabbit movie that I know of. You know, if anyone wants to try and touch that. Night of the Lepus still has one of the best to be continued endings I've Absolutely. ever seen. I oh, love yeah. that ending. I was just describing they, it to a friend of mine. You know the, uh, Night of the Big Rabbit? Giant rabbits. Harvey? Oh, oh, Harvey. But that's imaginary. Yeah, that is. This is, yeah, this is so actual <laughs> rabbits destroying towns and villages that are just Yeah, the forced perspective work on this movie models. puts the 500-foot woman or whatever the hell it is called to shame. Sure. It's like people looking out a window and being like... Hide! And then all of a sudden you see slow-mo shots of rabbits that have been let go on like a railroad <laughs> model. And it's like... It's something in the, rabbits like something in the feed, right? I think it's contaminated. Yeah, so they put this toxic waste or what, something in the feed. And at the end of the movie, after the lepuses have all been destroyed right, and defeated, you see the feed actually going into a stream. And the stream... This is the best to be continued ending ever. The stream goes past this field and you see these cows eating the grass. Oh, and then it right. cuts to like a middle school. And you like see it's the, like a milk truck yeah, doing yeah, the delivery. Yeah, yeah, you see a milk <laughs> truck doing <laughs> delivery. And, and you see like these little kids and they're all sitting at their chairs or their, their lunch, their, table, their lunch yeah. tables. And one of them drinks... Uh, I'll do it to the camera here. Yeah, these kids are all sitting there. They're drinking their, their, they're drinking their milk and they're going like this and they're going... And, and then, the kid, then the kid goes... goes no, you're adding. You do, you do, you're adding you it. You're adding it. They don't want to give you all that. They just it just it pauses on the drink. It just and just looks up at you and then then cue the credits. Over the <laughs> there need to be more movies like that. While she's staring at you with the glob contaminated milk in her mouth, the contaminated <laughs> cream. I got to tell you, uh, the movies I'm looking forward to. I got to look forward to our buddy Simon Pegg and Star Trek Two. That's going to be great. I've, I, I've heard some not wonderful things. I don't, about, I don't get that. I, I look forward to it. I was never a Star Trek guy, you know what? but you don't I'm, like the I'm new Star so Trek? looking forward to Star Trek 2. Here's something cool. If you don't like the new Star Trek 2 movie, guess what? Go see the really bad movies that they were making in the 90s. Or go see Oblivion. Or the early 2000s when they were making bad Star Trek movies. We, we got good Star Trek movies yeah. back. All right? Although Tom, those, Tom Hardy was, he debuted, what was that, Nemesis? In Nemesis. And, like, the, the best thing about Tom Hardy in Nemesis is his performance in the film isn't as nearly as good as those, if you Google it on YouTube, the Tom Hardy's, like, audition or rehearsal footage or audition tapes from Nemesis are awesome. Oh, wow. And he's, and better, he's better in his audition than he was in the actual movie. Wow. Which now, is, as a director, could that be the director's yes. fault? Obviously, yeah. It could be a lot of factors, but um, but Tom Hardy going for that role, and he's, like, thinner, too. Yeah, much thinner. He's, like, much thinner. But yeah. Tom Hardy in Nemesis, like, he, the... the, the, the uh, the attempt at Nemesis is like test footage was awesome. That sounds great. And you could tell the guy was going to be a star. Um, that's what I was looking forward to. Um, and uh, have you heard of this, Kenny? You're a tech guy, yeah, right? Like you love like all the tech stuff. Yeah. Um, have you heard of this this Android game Ingress? No, I haven't. I'm, I'm I don't have. Careful, we're gonna get Stone Cold calling back in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> in Ingress. Ingress. Uh, okay. So 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 we wrote about this. I'd never heard of this game, but Shane O'Hare in Alaska. Uh, 
he told me about this Android game. It's a virtual reality game. You play it on your phone in yeah. the real world. Yeah. So as you play it on your phone with your GPS, you're collecting experience points yeah. that you can go and build things in the real world that other people on the other team will attack. Oh, finally they're doing it's that. Insane. I, I I was making fun of how nerdy this sounded. Then I signed up for a demo code. Yeah. That's all we need. That's all we need is people building stuff and destroying stuff while they're driving. It's virtual. So uh, we got another phone call. Let me uh, let me hit it up. Geekscape, you are on the air. Yo, this is Shane O'Hare. Hey, Shane. Shane, so we're just talking about this, this Ingress game that you were talking about. Um, so yeah. I, I described it. Uh, I think I described it accurately. So when you sign up for the game, and I'm still waiting for my code, because it's like a closed beta or something right now. Um, you yeah. can, you, you're yeah. one of two factions, and the way that you play it is, you like walk around your block or you travel around your city, and you collect experience points, and you can use the experience points to buy weapons or defenses to set up different posts around town, and other people can see the posts that you can level up as well as you get more and more experience. But you, but other people can see them, and the other teams can destroy them or try and attack them and they'll defend themselves these yeah. things will defend themselves while the other team tries to heal these portals or these bases yeah. what B the basically, hell basically but it's like, real yeah, world that's was, that was pretty good uh, basically like uh, what players do is um, they can submit portals to the company you take a picture of like a sign or a park or a business and then the, 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 the company approves it and then it becomes a portal and then that's a point that you fight over so if I took a picture of, like, the Vivid office in Studio right. City, <laughs> that would be a, a porno portal. So, so, they, so they have to approve it, though, because these are real-world places. And, like, I think some – correct me if I'm wrong, but some of the most popular places are, like, city parks or convention centers, places that people naturally yeah. congregate on normally. Uh, they have to approve it because somebody had actually submitted the White House – as a base, in, yeah. in order to attack the base or defend the base, you actually have to go to the base. Oh and, uh, and That's all we need. And, and, and Shane, what was the problem? Obviously, there's a lot of problems. What was the problem with setting up a base with the White House? Why not just set it up on the street? Barack Obama the White would House? be the leader of all. Yeah. <laughs> no one else could ever take down his portals. <laughs> you, I mean, it, there's nothing wrong with setting it up, but they put the portal behind the fence. So the only way... The only way to reach it is run at the fence, and your GPS will drift onto the White House lawn. So there's guys that were running at the, the White House fence at, like, 1 in the morning trying to drift in to, like, collect the uh, – talk to the portal and hack it. So this game might Jesus. actually get you shot. I mean, think about that. So it, it knows where you are based on the GPS, and you can set these portals up. And if you can't – if, if a portal if a portal's not accessible because, like, maybe, maybe you can set up a portal, like, on a boat, and you go out in the middle of, like, a lake – and you set up a portal there. Yeah. So somebody would need a boat to go and access the portal in order to attack it or defend it. Setting one up on yeah. the other on the other side of a fence in the middle of, a, of the freaking White House, the only way to do it is to, I mean, your GPS drifts based on the speed you're going. Just trick your yeah. GPS into drifting onto the uh, lawn. Well, here, I have a question. I have a match in Tijuana yeah. in April. Like, what if I was to take, does it over into... Another you know, country, the our CD parts of Tijuana. That, uh, our other, our other set a portal on the donkey. Yeah. Wherever the donkey goes, <laughs> yeah, honestly, are, are people portal playing? Are, are people playing this game in other countries? I mean, I know you're in Alaska, and it might as well be. But are people playing this yeah. around the world? No, they're playing it all over the world. Um, like um, when um, the new pope got announced, and they had like the Vatican open. There was there's a bunch of portals there, and if you were watching the map. The portals were, like, changing hands so fast because there were so many people that were, like, just freely allowed to come into the Vatican. So all these players, like, showed up, 
from like you know neighboring cities and just started having a war in the middle of this pope's like. Oh, is that what we want to promote though? Is yeah. Just... So so people are taking portals and people are ta- uh, are, are attacking portals. That's awesome, man. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, and and this yeah, happened. Th- I, this... I, I got a real quick funny story. Uh, okay. Well, uh, two nights ago. Uh, oh, he's into this. He's like psychotically into this. Like he drove to Anchorage oh, yeah. and like and like went around setting up portals and and like people like the more you set up and the more you play this game, you level up to like a like and, and the elite players are level eight and it takes you like months to be a level eight. And this guy for who yeah. on a business trip who was a level eight went into Alaska, realized that nobody near near Alaska was as powerful as he was, and he just started setting up all these level eight portals everywhere. And you can link portals together to make them even more powerful and set up a network. This is making my head. It's spin. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, but it's yeah. virtual reality. So, this so is how people games are going to be. So people are just around with their phones in front of their faces playing so, the game, or so how Shane, is it? Go Tell ahead with your story. story. Sorry. So, so I'm driving back. Uh, I had to bring my mom to the airport. I'm driving back. Um, it's about one in the morning. I stop off in this town just outside of Watsoa called Eagle River, and there's about like nine portals there, and it's pretty easy. Eagle River is dead at night. It's just a, it's just a sleep town for like people that work in Anchorage and don't want to pay like the city tax and all that bullshit. So anyway, one of the portals is um, this uh, uh, hockey arena. And I went there, and the, the gate was closed. And so I decided I'll turn around. Well, I turned down this road, um, and I didn't know that this road was a driveway to an elementary school. And so I pull in, and I see that oh, in the a, middle of the night. Paved, yeah. So there's a paved trail that leads to the parking lot for the ice arena. And I'm like, well, it's the portal's 15 feet that way. I'll just get out and walk. So. I walk out and I do my stuff. I link it. I come walking back to my car and there's a there's a security guard there with a flashlight. Probably thinks you're some pedophile. Seriously. Probably thinks you're some pedo. Like an eighth degree. I come up and like I have my cell phone. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm over here. I'm just playing a cell phone game. And like he shines his light at me and puts it on strobe. He's like, please stay where you are. Put your hands up. Oh, this guy like power tripping. Cell phone, man. He goes, it's my portal. So, so Shane was telling me a story about how he and his buddy went on a quote unquote raid one night to like take down a couple portals. And he pulled into a parking lot and they're attacking this portal with their experience points that they've used to buy weapons. And it keeps getting healed, like it, the portal keeps getting its defenses back. And they look around the parking lot and they see another guy on their phone, and they realize he's on the other team. So, like, if you're playing this game yeah. in real time, like at a coffee shop or something, the other people in the coffee shop might be playing this game, and you can actually see the map, the saturation of players. And at Comic Con this summer, I got to tell you, that thing is probably going to be insane. I cannot wait like, to see how many people get violent over this once they see each <laughs> other in to, person. Like that they, motherfucker, stuck, he took my portal. Ah! <laughs> they try to go crazy. Yeah, they try and break, each, yeah, and break each other's phones. Just going you know, nuts. A little hotter in the collar. Just want to punch us. I mean, seriously. Did, did you have, now? Have you gotten violent in real life with anybody who? Because you've obviously met people from other teams. Yeah. No, no, no. Actually, everyone that we've met has been pretty chill. And, like, they're all – you have to have a certain level of, like, nerdiness to want to go out to, a, like, a clock tower at 1 in the morning and sit in your car on your cell phone or, like, it's go run not just nerdiness. I mean, that could expand a, a bunch of a, different categories. You bring a girl along or something like that, you know, yeah. or a couple of magazines. <laughs> Club. Yeah, but no, everyone's been pretty chill, and it's a really fun game. And actually, like, today they just updated and released a whole bunch of new portals um, so like I, I just drove down the street and like ran through the park to like get a new portal that just came online today. So basically, what you're telling me is your productivity has become shit since playing this game. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm getting exercise. I mean, for once. Yeah, that's I'm, that is I'm good. Actually, physically active. If you guys have met so. Shane O'Hare, he's gonna have to make adjustments to his My Little Pony costume for Comic Con this summer. <laughs> <laughs> gonna have to let it in. Gonna have to get a, a longer tail. Well, Shane, we're gonna miss you at WonderCon, but we're gonna see you at, at, at Comic Con. Is that right? Oh yeah, for sure. Well, for sure. I gotta I gotta hold down the fort up here. Um, but um, yeah, no, I'm gonna be at Comic Con, no problem. Okay. Well, hopefully, I get that that code and I start playing the game. As much as I'm knocking at as nerdy as it is. You know I'm going to play this. How game. do you gain Kenny, experience? Kenny, you know I'm going to play this game. Yeah, yeah. How do you gain experience? By walking around. But just, it's just everywhere. It. Yeah, yeah the, the, the experience points are just everywhere, and you have to walk around, and whenever you walk past something, you collect it. It's just a selling point. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Come to a crappy little market on the corner. Well, imagine you if you're never running, go into if you're running a business. Time. If you're running a business, it's like, uh, what's that thing where you check in? Um, what, Foursquare? Foursquare. Yeah. It's, like a nerdy, it's like a better version of Foursquare. If, sure. if I had a business, I would totally set up a, a, a portal on my business just to get people in the store. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, yeah, let's I set one up at the Geekscape booth. For, oh, I looked at L.A. for the first time today on the map. And my web browser crashed because there was so much activity. Oh yeah, it's they're on. all yeah, they're fighting Can over you hear they're that? fighting over the uh, vivid video portal. That is great. It's on. <laughs> Shane, <laughs> thank you for calling. Love you, buddy. No problem, guys. Thanks, bud. So, Paul, uh, we do not have a whole lot of time left in the show. We got a couple thank minutes. God. No, 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 I want to. I'm joking. I, there's so many stories that I love about you from wrestling, and the best one is that one in Japan <laughs> when you went over and the guy tried to give you a prostitute. <laughs> you, That's you top arrest- secret, man. That's top secret stuff. Can we not talk about yeah, that? No, so you no. went over to Japan. Yeah, I was over there. This is a long time ago, uh, just to save me any slack. Um, it was well over 10 years ago when I was first going to Japan. Um, I guess I looked a little smoother in the face than I do now. Yeah, um, a little bit dark <clears throat> me. Yeah. And, uh, so we had this ring announcer and a uh, super nice guy, uh, but he calls me in my hotel room once we get – I think we were in Sapporo or something – Phone rings, which is always weird because it's either the wrestlers or somebody who you just don't understand what they're saying. And uh, sure enough, phone calls. Ah, oh, 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 so sorry, so sorry, so sorry, so sorry about you. So sorry. I have uh, this top secret, top secret, top secret. He was so excited about you. Can you yeah. just spit it out? Um, I have a girl. Uh, other hotel, other hotel, other hotel. <laughs> you go meet her. Uh, I set up for you. Uh, top secret, top secret, top secret, top secret. I'm like, what the f-? You know, yeah. so, he, yeah, this guy was trying to pin me out. Uh, and some girl and showed up in the services. Yeah, but I think she just made rice and tea. That's all I remember. Well, you weren't going to let her do anything. <laughs> no, she she try, was, but she was, like, trying to give you a massage or something ugly. like that? She was ugly. She was rough. Um yeah, the story's she, not that great. Well, no, I mean, yeah, it's, I, I don't know why you brought it up, because it was just me and the dragon lady, you know what I mean? Like, I just imagine the way you told it to me earlier. This girl <laughs> goes up there, and she's, like, trying to give you a massage, and you're like, no, no. And she's like, well, didn't you want tea? And it's like, Well, it was fine. very awkward at the time, yeah, because I felt like my job was kind of on the line, yeah, you know what I mean? You like, and, well, they're you, not going to bring me back. You and, this, you and this Japanese prostitute just sitting in a hotel room, because you refused to do anything, like, with her, <laughs> and she's just sitting there making tea, and you're well, like, Well, I wanted to ask her about her background, you know what I mean? Like, and I I didn't speak the language, so all I could say is, oh, water. Yeah, you don't even speak the language of this person. You guys are awkwardly sitting in a hotel room together water? like, so what do we Nice do? fingernails. Yeah. You don't like me, Paula? <laughs> she, like, shoots a dart at you and shit like that. She's, it's an interesting place, an interesting same, land. She's probably from the same clan that killed David Carradine. I bet they have <laughs> an over to... I bet their their portals are just overabundant over uh, there. Dude, they probably... In that place, they probably yeah. play that, that ingress game like crazy. I'm sure. So, Paul. 
Yes. We can see you this weekend wrestling. Friday yeah, and Saturday. I will be Friday and Saturday, I believe, in Reseda, California, in the uh, small alley tournament. No. Um, <laughs> Back alley bruisers. That's right. Uh, for PWG. Okay. For wrestling Gorilla. Uh, and then also on Sunday, uh, my old my old counterpart, Brian Kendrick, is running his first show. It's the King of Flight Tournament. And that's what we Google, the King of Flight Tournament. Yep. And it's this Sunday. That's this and, Sunday. And then you got two shows for Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Friday and Saturday. Friday Busy and Saturday. weekend for me. Busy weekend. If you guys are in L.A., you can watch that's Paul right. wrestle. Time to burn some calories. Three times. Um, I'm Jonathan London. You can check out all we talked about on Geekscape.net. You can befriend us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all that stuff. Follow us. I'm at Jonathan London on Twitter. He's London Foo on Twitter. For Kenny, crippled Kenny, this is Jonathan Geekscape. We're out. Bye. Bye. It's getting so loud. Stone Cold.